Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, I'm working it, working it tonight, man. It's a whole lot of things going on in the world of sports, NFL, free agency. Rob Gronkowski says he's hanging up the cleats. Man, can you believe that? I'm not so sure I believe that. You know, I my my daughter used to tell me some things from time to time. I used to always say, hey, baby, I believe it when I see it. And I this is one of those things I just have to say, I believe it when I see it. You know, Rob Gronkowski, um, I don't see him hanging up the cliques just yet. You know, maybe he might he, he might say he's hanging up the cliques until the fall. You know, he might say he's hanging up the cliques until uh, the beginning of summer when the when the when the dew hits the ground in the early early mornings when he get out just jogging around and it hits him. Hey, I can still play for a couple more years, and and maybe this might be just a ploy for uh, for more money. Um, and and who knows? You know, the Patriots might be an organization that say, hey. We'll give you uh, a little bit more money, Grunk, if you come back for one or two more years. Uh, I'm I'm not so sure what the deal is with this with uh, with Grunk, but um, I just don't really I can't really see him hanging up the cliques, and 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 I could be wrong. You know, it comes a time when 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 everybody has to say, hey, I don't feel like doing this anymore, and I'm just gonna hang up the cliques. But I I don't know. I, I'm I'm still wondering if this is for real with Gronk or are we just are we just seeing um are, are really we are we just seeing some smokes and mirrors? I, I'm I'm not so sure. Uh I I I'm not so sure. And how will Tom Brady handle this? You know what I mean? You know, will Tom Brady say, Hey, if Gronk's not gonna be here, hey, I I'm I'll come back, but I'm just coming back for one more year. You know, is it going to be a scenario like that? I'm I'm not so sure. You know, I, I I we just don't know. You know, sometimes one one piece of the puzzle makes a big big difference. Now, we're not so sure about that in the offense that Bill Belichick runs. Uh, I don't think there is one piece of the puzzle. Maybe Tom Brady. He is a piece of the puzzle that would run the show with. Um, with the with the New England Patriots, but I'm not so sure about Rob Gronkowski. You know, um, they've won some games and they've made it to the playoffs, made it to the Super Bowl in some seasons when he was injured. However, he's always been a big, big part of what the what the Patriots have done when it comes to the Super Bowl, making it to the Super Bowl. Uh, advancing in the playoffs, Rob Gronkowski has been a big part of that. So it's just it's 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 going to be it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Now let's don't get it twisted. Now Rob Gronkowski really is a popular figure in the United States of America, and football and the NFL has made him and the New England Patriots have made has made him a very very popular man in America, uh, whether it's him partying on a cruise ship or whether it's uh, him in the WCW or the WWE or whatever wrestling um, he's involved in. He is a 
he he's he's like a cash machine, you know. People are gonna come and see him and come and be a part of him and be a you know, wanting to be involved in what he's doing. So there's no doubt that he has a career after football. And I'm sure he's probably looking at this thing. Well, man, hey, you know, um, I could get on some kind of circuit where I'm just traveling around and talking and going on cruise ships and this and that and make maybe four, five, six million dollars a year. And I don't have to get beat up and suffer concussions and broken bones and have to wear all these big knee braces and elbow braces and everything else that goes along with the game of football. Maybe maybe Rob has um has come to that conclusion. You know, we've seen players in the past come to that conclusion. But maybe, just maybe, Rob has come to that conclusion that hey, it's just it's just time to give it up. You know, it really is. You know, um I'm gonna talk about something that's a little bit a little close to my heart because it's close to my close to my location. Uh, and I'm going to talk about this NCAA tournament a little bit. And the, the one game I'm mainly talking about right now is the uh, the Duke and the University of Central Florida. Um, University of Central Florida really got hosed in that game. And I, and I mean, they really took one on the chin. Um, wherever you want to say they took it, they took one. And um, And this game was really decided by the referees and them not making calls. And I mean, it, it was just, it was ridiculous not making calls. I mean, I understand that. Um, I, I, I really understand the, the older I get, the more I see things a little clearer. And some of those things I see clearer now that I didn't see 20 years ago is that I really begin. I'm beginning to think that. And I see now that the new Orleans saints, we're not supposed to go to the Super Bowl. Because if you couldn't see that interference call where a guy really actually was a, it was more of a um, a targeting and interference. And the Los Angeles Rams went to the Super Bowl. Well, now we see where, I mean, UCF really played a, a great game. Their star player, um, Taco Falls, who's seven foot six, had a good game, but that's not even the play I'm talking about. The play I'm talking about is when uh, Johnny Dawkins' son was pushed in the back while Zion was on the free throw line shooting a free throw. Well, and all of a sudden, now we see the, uh, the Duke player gains, gains the rebound, goes up for... The um, goes up and makes the shot, the winning shot that really sealed the game. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, this was a uh, this was a a heart a heartbreaking loss for um, for Central Florida for Johnny Dawkins. And I understand, you know, Johnny Dawkins was coached by uh, Mike Shashevsky at Duke and that whole thing, um, but. The bottom line is, I think the the NCAA wanted to see Duke advance, and 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 let's don't get it twisted, you know. Um, hey, let's don't get it twisted, you know. I, I say this on our show all the time. Follow the money train. Follow the money train. This tournament would have lost a whole lot of viewers, 
maybe not so many viewers, but they would have lost money, I think, if Duke had not advanced. If Central Florida advances, it's just the money train slows down. The money production train slows down. And I don't think the NCAA wanted to see that money production um, slow down. I, I just don't think they wanted to see that. And and what we saw in the result, um, the results turned out to be that Duke advances and Central Florida goes home. And uh, I mean, really, this this was really, really, really a a a bad bad situation because I really think Central Florida played their hardest, probably played the best game of. Um, Best game of, of 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 their of their life, basically. But they took they took one to the chin in this game, uh, a 77-76 loss to Duke. And you just have to, it makes you wonder, you know how how well will um how, how well will will Duke respond? You know, I I, I don't know. I don't I, now. This is something for us to watch from now on. Because they go on, um, I think it's on Thursday. They play, um, they play Virginia, and um, from my, if I'm not mistaken, I think Virginia just beat Duke not long ago. But man, this this was a real, real. Um, it, it was a. I'm not gonna say a, a a heartbreaker. It was a no doubt. It was a heartbreaker for the uh, for the young men of. Um, of, of UCF for University of Central Florida, but ah, ah, I don't know, and and it makes me wonder what's what what really goes on in in meetings where we see when we see these you know when we see these referees, and and you know and I guess what and at one point um, when Zion Williams shot the free throw. And it went in. Johnny Dawkins, uh, and, 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 he, and he missed. The guy pushed off. He pushed Johnny Dawkins' son. I think it was Brent for, uh, for Duke. But he pushed off. And, John, and, and, they, and, they, and he, made the, he pushed off, caught the rebound, and made, it, made the basket. Well, Johnny Dawkins called timeout. And from my understanding, the referees could have looked at that play at that point and changed that call. But they never looked at that play, and they never made any any adjustments on that call. So I'm 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 just really curious to you know see how this whole thing is um is is gonna is gonna is gonna fold. I it's, you know I really think Duke is a good team. I love this kid Zion Williams Williamson. I really do. I think he's the best player in America right now. But the question is, uh, will this come back? You know, to 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 hunt Duke. I don't, I'm, I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying. I think has you know. Now let's don't get it twisted. Everybody does not have a Taco Fall on their team, a seven foot six center. And you know, Taco has come around a lot since I saw him play his freshman year uh, three years ago. And um, I mean, this kid has really, really come around a lot. So he's a he he's a, he's a he's a I don't know if he's going to be a great player in the NBA because this is his last year with um, with Central Florida. However, I will say that um, 
he will play professional basketball somewhere just because he is seven foot six. You know, um, I, I just think he's going to be a a. Um, I think he's going to be a, a, a significant player somewhere in uh, in the NBA. Not not the NBA. I'm not going to give him the NBA, but somewhere in the world, he will make a living playing basketball. And if um, you know, from what I understand, he's a very smart young man and, um, and and a very nice person too. So I really think he's going um, he's going he's going to make a difference. He's going to make a living playing basketball, and that'll be a good thing. But however. The game yesterday was a heartbreaker for Central Florida. I, um, I I can't say I feel their pain, but I did feel um, I did feel really bad for that team yesterday because um, it was it was not a it was not a it was not a favorable bounce for UCF in in this game yesterday against Duke. And um, I understand home court advantage, but I don't, neither one of those teams had a home court advantage, but what we don't, what we should understand is that some of these guys have been around for thirty years. They've been looking at these referees for twenty and thirty years. They know these guys by first name. They know their kids. And Johnny Dawkins maybe just hasn't been around that like that that long. But I'll say this: I can I can guarantee you, Mike Shashevsky knew everybody on the court. Every referee on the court knew him by first and last name and probably knew all of their family members as well. So I think we need to take some of this stuff with a grain of salt and don't 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 just so I don't think it's I don't think we should so easily um, discredit things like that, you know, um, because, hey, Mike Krzyzewski is a is a powerful man in the world of basketball. And I'm not just talking about college basketball. Yep, he's a he's a powerful guy in this in this game we call basketball. I'm talking about around the world. So, um, and 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 can you imagine if they had called a charge on Zion Williamson? I think it was about maybe less than a minute in the game when he goes in and Taco Falls is just standing there with his hands up, did not move. He's just standing there with his hands up, did not move, and they call a charge. No, they call a, a blocking. Uh, a blocking foul on Taco. He fouls out of the game. Do you think, what do you think the basketball world would have done if they had called a charge on Zion and given the ball to Central Florida? And at the time, I think Central Florida had a two-point lead. It would have been it would have been a it would have, it would have been a madhouse in the world of basketball, and I just don't think that the NCAA and the world of basketball wanted to see that kind of madhouse. So hey, they move on, you know. Duke moves on, and um, and, and that's hey, that's a good thing for the world of basketball. However. It's a horrible thing for Central Florida. Now, we got some really good matchups that are coming up um, um, on the 28th. Florida State is going to play Gonzaga now. Uh, you know, Leonard Hamilton came out earlier in, 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 in the ACC tournament and said that if the, if, the nations, if the nation was asked to name three players from his team, they couldn't. 
and, and that was, was probably correct, but his team has been pretty much in the top 25 the whole season. Now, Leonard Hamilton has done an outstanding job at Florida State, 27-9. and nine. Uh, Gonzaga is um, who they're playing, and Gonzaga is 32-3. Now, I don't know if Gonzaga's played the likes of Florida State yet because Florida State is a very athletic team, very long, um, just a, a, I mean, a solid, solid team. Um, Purdue, number three team uh, in their bracket, is going to be playing um, Tennessee. I've watched this Tennessee team a lot this year. They have a lot of, lot of go-getters. I mean, these guys will hustle you for the ball harder than anybody, anybody out there. And uh, they're in the southern region. Uh, Florida State is in the western region in the Sweet 16. This is the Sweet 16 we're talking about now. And uh, Texas Tech is going to be playing Michigan. Now, Michigan's been playing some very good basketball um, this season. Uh, at one point, they were in the top five in the nation. Uh, at one point, Tennessee was the number one team in the nation. But they're, um, um, Michigan is playing um, Texas Tech. Texas Tech has a record of 28-6. and six. And Michigan has a record of um, 30 and 6. Um, Texas Tech is, is number three in the Western region. And um, Michigan is number two in the uh, Western region. So, um, hey, I, I really like Michigan. I really do. So, that's going to yet to be see, seeing how that works out. But Oregon is the number 12 seed in this region. And um, they're playing um, Virginia, who is 30, 31, and 3. And Oregon is 25 and 12. So it's going to be interesting to see how this all works out. Hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we'll be back with more sports information. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com 
You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, we're just talking about the games that are coming up this week. Oregon is number 12 seed in, um, in, this, in the Sweet 16. I think this is the Western region. But they have the number one, the two, the three, and the four coming out on that seed. And then they have Oregon, who's definitely going to be the underdog. The number 12 is going to be playing the number one, Virginia. Now, on Friday, LSU is playing Michigan State. Now, um, you know, <laughs> earlier in the earlier in the week, um, Coach Izzo, the Michigan State coach, who's been there forever, over twenty years, um, he got so mad in the game that he really, literally lunged at one of his players and his t- and his players, young men, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, twenty one years old, had to hold him back. And you can see a close a, a, a photo of him with his fist closed so tight, and he was so red. He was yelling at this kid like he really wanted to Bobby Knight this kid. I'm telling you, man. And it makes you wonder. This was in an open game. How does he act in a closed practice? You know, really, how, how are these young men walking around being coached by someone that they're literally afraid of? I think this is awful. And I really think that um, when we see people not being able to manage their anger in an open setting like that in a society that we live in today, where we have so many videos and cameras and photos that I think really, really, we have to really second guess and question how well they behave in a closed setting if they behave like this in an open setting. I understand that um, that Michigan State um, has had a winning and successful team there for a long time, and um, they're the number two seed in this tournament uh, in, in this in this region that they're in. But um, they play LSU this week, and LSU is the number three. I think this game is on Friday, but I think this is something that we really have to keep an eye on, and I, I, I'm really surprised that we haven't heard more. Um, and maybe this is something maybe the university is saying we're going to we're going to um, dive into after the season. But I really think that um, this is this, it's more to this than what we saw on. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday night, but it's, it's more to this. And I think we should be um, we should we should be aware of this. And Coach Izzo. Uh, he needs to take a chill pill. I don't mean that in necessarily in a pill form. I actually mean that in a little form. You need to just kind of cool out. And really, man, it's not worth it. You know, it's just, it, I, I really get it. I was a coach. And, uh, and I was one of those coaches that was always pretty cool and kind of calm and mellow, kind of kept my – I could walk up to a kid and, 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 and tell him what I wanted without ever raising my voice. And he knew exactly how disappointed and upset I was. And I never had to raise my voice. And I think, I think as coaches, we are respected and looked at so highly among these kids. And when you walk up to a kid and just tell them, hey, I'm really disappointed that you're not hustling like I know you can. I think that's enough. And sometimes that's more than enough. 
because you know it, it, and, and but and some people you have to really now don't get me wrong some people you really have to get in their can you know but you can't do it in an open setting like that you know you you might have to mumble your words to them but you can't really yell and show aggression open aggression like that because hey uh <laughs> the saddest 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 part about this whole thing is that the last thing these kids want to do is turn in their coach and looked upon by the state of of Michigan as being the guy that turned in Izzo for punching him or stepping on his toe intentionally or or showing so much aggression that he couldn't sleep at night. That's the last thing that any one of these kids on scholarship want to be known as. So guess what they'll do? They'll bite their tongue. They won't say a thing. They'll keep it moving. And Coach Izzo will keep on... I don't want to say abusing kids, but in some cases, when you're yelling and screaming at people so much, they call that verbal abuse. And um, you don't see a lot of it now, but back in the days, in the 70s and the 80s, when I was a part of football, it, it, was, it was rampant. Man, I'm telling you, it was, just, it was, it was a part of the game. Yep. So I, 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 see, I see this, I understand it, but those days are beyond us they're way past us and uh i hope someone at and of all places michigan state with all the scandals that they've had going on with the sex scandals and the gymnastic scandals sex scandals come on of all places you would think that michigan state would be ahead of this not allowing something like this to be done and really not even coming out and saying that they did anything to izzo um, so, um, Coach Izzo, calm down in Michigan State. Get on this because something needs to be done about this. Um, this is just not a good look for the university. You know, um, Auburn University, the home of Charles Barkley. And when we think about basketball, we think about Auburn, we think about Charles Barkley. He's one of the, um, you know, um, a guy named um, um, Person came out of Auburn who was a deadly three-point shooter in the 80s. But uh, Chuck Person, it was his name, the rifle man, Chuck Person. But uh, he came out of Auburn. Uh, but Charles Barkley was, a, was probably the most famous basketball player come from Auburn. The number five seed Auburn plays the number one seed North Carolina. This is on Friday. Um, and actually, uh, Virginia Tech plays Duke and not Virginia. Virginia Tech, the number four seed, plays Duke on Friday uh, at 930. And Houston, the number three seed, plays Kentucky. You know, um, the whole season we've been talking about Kentucky and um, how they were actually uh, slipping a little bit and what was really going on with Kentucky. But here we see. Here, here, we, here we see them right here in the Sweet 16. And that's all you want is to be in the dance. And we see Kentucky right here in the mix. And, um, and there's no doubt that if you're in the Sweet 16, um, you have a you have a shot. And the highest seed team in the Sweet 16 is the number 12 seed Oregon. Um, they're definitely a uh, what we would call a um, an underdog, um, but or or a Cinderella, I would say. And I think um, we could also probably call the number five seed Auburn. And I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say uh, Florida State is a Cinderella. 
because this team has really played some very, very good basketball the entire season, and uh, and they deserve to be there. And I'm sure everybody that's in this tournament, that's left in the tournament in the Sweet 16, uh, deserves to be here. But I still, uh, I'm, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but uh, uh, Duke slipped in by by um, favoritism and notoriety. You know, because when we look at this whole bracket, Florida State, Gonzaga, uh, Purdue, Tennessee, uh, Texas Tech versus Michigan, Oregon versus uh, Virginia, LSU versus Michigan State, Auburn versus um, North Carolina, Virginia Tech uh, versus Duke, Houston versus Kentucky, University of Central Florida versus no, that don't sound right. That don't sound right. I, and you, even when we look at things, it don't sound right. It don't look right. It probably is not right. And that's how I think some of these things are looked at about by upper people, people that big big shot callers. That's what we call them. I mean, big shot callers. I ain't talking about no shot callers. I'm talking about big shot callers. And these people make big decisions and really – the decision was made probably before the season started that Duke would be in the Final Four or at least the Elite Eight. They're going to squeeze as much money out of that money train as they can. And uh, we probably could say the same thing about a couple teams in this tournament. Uh, Kentucky, they're going to squeeze as much money out of that money train as they can. North Carolina, they're going to squeeze as much money out of that money train as they can. Say the same for Michigan State. Um, even though they haven't won a championship, one championship, and that was when uh, Draymond Green was was playing for uh, Izzo. Duke, another one of those teams that we, hey, and let's don't get it twisted. University of Michigan has one of the most powerful alumni in the, in the United States of America. So Michigan, Michigan State, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina, have we heard about those teams being in the final eight or the Sweet 16 in the NCAA tournament in the last 20 years, quite often we have. Quite often we have. And I'm just not sure America's ready to see teams like um, like Texas Tech playing Central Florida in the, in the, in the Elite Eight or the, or the Sweet 16. It's just not ready for that yet. So we'll, we'll continue to have these teams like Kentucky, North Carolina, and I'll guarantee you next year, that in the in Sweet 16, Kentucky, North Carolina, um, and Duke will be in that. Guarantee. And Michigan State is a good possibility. You can throw them in there, too. So it's not a surprise. It shouldn't be a surprise. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get off of that now. It's cause I, 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 and it's a reason that I really i am not a big fan of, uh, of college basketball. I really get excited about college basketball. When we have the NCAA tournament, um, that's March Madness. Is, is I really get excited about March, March Madness. But when when we look at college basketball as a whole, I just think that there's um, it's, it's, it's some it's some loopholes and some things about college basketball that I just don't like. I don't like that rule they have about kids can't go professional, um, and I think college is just as much a part of that as the uh, as just as much a part of that as um as the NBA. Yep. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on, buddy? Hello. 
How's everything going, man? Everything going good, man. I can't complain. I know you're happy about that Florida State making it Sweet 16. They look real good, man. I'm excited about Florida State uh, doing some things oh, yeah. in the NCAA tournament. Yep. They look good. Well, you know what? You know what, though? Um, in that same breath, I want to um, give a shout-out to UCF Knights, man. They, uh, they held their own against Duke. But, I don't know. Apparently, it's the number one team. You can't... Uh, can't make mistakes, but well, Damon, I, they made, I don't think they made mistakes. I think they they stole a game from UCF. To be honest with you, <laughs> yeah. You know, I think I think the referees wanted to see, maybe not even the referees. The NCAA wanted to see Duke in the Sweet Sixteen, and they didn't want to see on UCF. It's just, you know, it's almost like the New Orleans Saints going to the Super Bowl. It just didn't yeah. want to see that. They didn't want to see that, man. Similar, yeah. yeah, you're right. It's similar. Yeah, they didn't want. They wanted the L.A. team, the Los Angeles team, man. You know, they wanted Duke, Mike Shashevsky. You know, he's America's team. He's not. I'm not America's team, but he's um he's 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 Mike Shashevsky. Coast. How many Olympic teams? How many national championship teams? You know, how many great players do we have in the NBA? This is Coach Shashevsky. It's saying, and this, and then his protege Johnny Dawkins. We're gonna let him beat him. So I just really, I'm disappointed in the, in the way they handle that thing. And I think it was a couple of fouls late in the game that really cost UCF the game. Well, they, they had a they said it was a charging foul on Zion Williamson when he went into Taco Fall, but uh, it only come out after the fact. I think um, Zion, Zion charged before he spit. He pushed the kid on the floor, spit, jumped in the taco, who's just standing there with his seven foot six hands up, and they call a foul on taco. Because he knew that that's the game plan. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and I, and I applaud that kid, Zion Wilson. I think he's a great player. I really do. Yep. And um, and I, I agree with you, Damon. I take my hat off to uh, Central Florida. I think Johnny Dawkins had built a great program there, and this was this was probably his year. This is you know this is farther than UCF have have ever gone in the uh, NCAA March Madness tournament. So he accomplished a lot, but I'm sure he wished he could have did a little bit more. Yes, I agree. Hey, but um, can I ask you something? Uh, can I throw somebody outside of basketball, but um, well, that's on on a life life situation. Go ahead. Okay. Um, recently, uh, everybody went to the polls and, and voted for felons to have a right to um, get their rights back to vote in Florida. But now, yes, but now they got another stipulation where, okay, we're gonna put that. You got to pay your fine before you can vote. Um, is that a double standard or what? Because I, I work with a couple, uh, I work with, uh, uh, eight inmates and that's all they want to do is vote. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, and, 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 you know, it, man, it's, it's almost like a lot of people didn't think that that would pass. You understand what I'm saying? I don't think a lot of people right. thought that that would pass where people would be, Given back their right to vote, felons would be given back their right to vote, and um, 
and you know, and sometimes when when things like like almost like um uh, a couple years ago, uh, the state of Florida went and we voted that um, um, medical marijuana would be uh, okay in the state of Florida. Uh, the voters passed on that, right? Mm-hmm. But then, soon as it went to soon as soon as uh, I think it went to the whatever the courts or whatever, they they cut it down. They shut it down, right? So in this situation, I think it's something similar. It's almost like they gave it to them. But now they're going to make all kind of stipulations for you to be able to get it. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, and that's know, not though, fair. Yeah. It's coming to the point where um, a lot of people are getting arrested for, like, something under 10, uh, 20 grams. Okay? How many times are you going to keep arresting people for something like that? Just either give them a fine or make it legal. Yeah, and I agree. And, I, and it's just a matter of time. I think Florida is going to make it legal. Um, um, I, I, I just really think we are, but the thing with the voters, right. Um, I was just talking to one of my friends over the weekend and, uh, she just got her voters rights back. And, um, so, and, and she was really excited about it. You know what I mean? I mean, really excited about it. So I think, um, I think people just have to, Sometimes you have to climb some mountains to get what you want, you know. And, e- and even though you got fines, you know, uh, I don't. It, 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 and some and, and some of these fines, you can almost guarantee, Damon. Some of those fines, probably child support payments. You understand what I'm saying? They never pay it down. Hey, and and hey, Damon, if your kids can't eat, you don't need to vote. All right. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That's how I feel about that. If your kids can't eat you, that's the last thing you need to be worried about is voting, man. You know what I mean? And I say that because I know I know guys that have had kids 27 years old and they still trying to pay their child support, man. That just don't make no sense. So, you know, until you can get those kind of things. And I, and I, I, I don't mean to make it sound like I'm standing on some soapbox, but really, it's some things in this society that you really need to have taken care of before you are honored with the privilege to vote. And that's one of them. Now, you know, you done got the DNA test. Maura Povich said the child was yours. That was in 19, that was in 1999. You understand what I'm saying? Come on, man. It's time <laughs> you, you, you should be on top of the game by now. You know, I told one guy not long ago, man, you need two jobs. One for your child support and one for you to live on, man. Come on. Hey, that's another subject, man. Uh, that is, I brother. I think about it all the time, man. Yep, but, that is. Yeah, that's another subject. Hey, Damon, I want you to hold through the break, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about what's going on in this NFL free agency. Jameis Winston say he want to play at 270 pounds. Hey, we'll be back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Get ready for the Get Down with Hurley Brown. 
Want to get inside the minds of the players and coaches? We talk everything sports, but with a focus on the NFL, NBA, and college sports. We'll review and preview this week's big games. We'll talk about the draft choices and free agents and go inside the teams for news, recruiting, and what's next from the colleges to the pro teams. It's the Get Down with Hurley Brown, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific, on Voice America Variety. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, I'm, I'm Damon, well, let me leave this NCAA basketball alone, man. What you think about Rob Gronkowski saying he's going to hang up his cleats? Do you believe it? Or do you think this just might be a ploy for more money? Or do you think he's really just going to go and do something else? Because uh, I think he can make plenty of money doing a lot of things. Well, I think the, w, the WWE was in his, uh, in his future because uh, he's got, I mean, he can make the money. It's just um, something else he want to challenge. But he's an entertainer, so I, I know that uh, that'll be no problem. But that's I, another chapter for him. I think I agree with you. And, and, and as, well, as I'm just asking these questions, do you think Colin Kaepernick going to play in, the football, play in the NFL ever again? It's hard to say because there has been jobs all around that he could have – Join the team. Nobody, no separate, pick him up. Like, you know, uh, Arizona. They still need a quarterback. Yeah. They don't have a definite quarterback yet. And and I, I think yeah. I think he's yeah. been out of the league for so long. I think it, it'll be real hard for him to um to um to come back. And let me ask another question, Damon. Do you think Do you think Eli Manning? is going to make it through this NFL season? And will the Giants draft a quarterback in this year's draft? Well, they're, say, uh, they're saying they, they won't, but I don't think he – I think they traded away a lot of his weapons, so he it's going to make it look worse for him. But, you know, they say they don't want, they don't want um, Dwayne Haskins, but they, they're still courting him. But uh, 
I think they they hang on to him so they can groom him and be done with him because uh like I said, he got no weapons. He got they got they gotta rebuild. Which everybody else was rebuilding, so there's a good chance to go out on top. Yeah. Hey, one more question, uh, Damon, before I let you get out of here. Um, um, do you really think that Jameis Winston can play at two hundred? He said he, he said he weighed two thirty last year. He want to he want to weigh in the two fifties this year. Do you think he could be productive at two hundred and fifty pounds? I would. I wouldn't. It's it's, just a, it's uh, up in the air because his feet are not the most mobile of all quarterbacks. So you want to get light, somewhat lighter, but not too light, the way they push you around. But I want to, um, I want to say he might hear people talk as long as he got that, you know, strong arm. I hear you. I hear you. Hey, Damon, we got to get out of here, man. We got Pete on hold. We're gonna get out of here. Thanks for calling, Damon. Don't be a stranger. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, Pete. What's going on? What they do, Dal? What they do? Hey, loving this life I got, brother. Loving it. Every second of it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm not going to say. Knowing that, you know, uh, little, my, little, my little nephew, he was up on the island. So, you know, hey, everything's doing really lovely. Man, I saw little that last Oliver. night. No, I, I saw William William out there on, on American Idol last night. William Oliver. Yeah, I saw yeah, him on, little on Duval. Jacksonville, Florida in the house. Jacksonville Duval oh. in the house, baby. <laughs> in the house. Yeah, and, and, and oh, like William, William was doing like his thing. It. And, you know, I think they're going to bring William back because, you know, the kid got sick. But William made it all, yeah. the, all the way to Hollywood. So uh, if you make it to Hollywood on American Idol, you got a nice career ahead of you. Hey. So we expect yeah. some big okay. things from William Oliver, man. Hey, we loving it. We loving it. Yeah, we so love it, baby. Talking about today. We Are hey, we talking about ask, those fantastic Jaguars? Yeah, I want to ask you a question, man. Is <laughs> Nick Foles worth eighty-eight million dollars, fifty million dollars hey. up front? When you have, when you have touch, touchdown on, you know, I mean, you became a Super Bowl MVP. Can't do nothing but go up higher. Hello. Say no more. Yep. Yeah, man. Super Bowl MVP. He deserved Bowl it. MVP. He, was Bowl, he was a Super Bowl yeah. MVP. And Jackson yeah, had best too. Man. Don't get it twisted. The Jaguars have had. They are desperate. They need some attention bad. And if they, if it's any team in the NFL that needs a quarterback, it's the Jacksonville Jaguars. No one needs a quarterback worse than the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's, it's, you know, it's been raining so long in Jacksonville, Florida. It seemed like it never stopped. <laughs> 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 Bad quarterbacks are raining out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw where uh, I saw where someone signed Blaine Gilbert, and he was what he oh, was worse in Jacksonville. I think he was a first round pick one time for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Man, Jaguars yeah. have had some some really bad picks at quarterback now, really. Yeah, man. I mean, but he beat the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, and he came back and beat the Jaguars. I think it was with the 49ers when he beat yeah. the Jaguars. Yep. But, yeah, um, he, 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 don't he be surprised. Boy. And don't be surprised, you know? Pete, that someday yeah. Blake Borders come back to Jacksonville and beat the Jaguars. 
No, I don't think it's going to happen. We got Nick now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Blake, well, Blake going to come back and do this, uh, get, get autographs from everybody else after the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> uh, nah, man, I'm telling you, Blake Borders is going to go somewhere, sit on a bench somewhere for maybe hey, one he, year he, he, yeah, man, years, LA. and then he's yeah, going to re- realize why he was a first-round pick for the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars signed him first, first-round pick. Yeah, he was. He yeah, was. So he was just like playing go somewhere and learn a little bit. You watch. Man, hey. All I know is it seems like everybody who leaves uh, come back for the Super Bowl ring. But it's over That's now. True. We got we got That's Nick. True. So That's that true. curse is gone. And and, yeah. and better yet, Daryl, remember this guy named Ron Jaworski? He used to talk about us so bad, I mean, and he he was what? <laughs> Philadelphia quarterback. So see yeah. now that we have Philly in the house, which we had Brian Dawkins that came from here and went to Philly, and I mean, fought everybody who he played against. So I mean, we we've had talent that I mean, oh, I forgot Lido too. So much talent, you know what I'm saying? That come from Duval and go everywhere and produce and win Super Bowls and become MVPs and then come back in, you know. Okay, I do. I know exactly what you mean, man. Yeah, we've had a lot of players come and come back and be very productive players against us and beat us. Hey, yeah, we've, we've seen it many you, times. Brother, come when, hey, I, hey, I remember when you were there. You know, hey, you did your thing. You know what I'm hey, saying? And I so, tried. So it's, hey, it's, it's it's all about, you know what I'm saying? Just having patience. Having and now patience. Now the patience relies on the Jaguars. They yeah, I think the Jaguars got so, a lot of good good pieces over there, Pete. I really do. I think they just gotta they just gotta um just gotta it, it, it just things just gotta come together for Jacksonville. And it was yeah. close just a couple of years ago with Blake Bortles. So I'm saying with with Nick Foles, he might be the guy that take us some places in the playoffs. Hey, Pete, we gotta let's get out of here, man, because we got Red on the line. We're going to try to holler at him before we get out of here. We appreciate you calling, man. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night. Oh, man. That's what I was going to say, man. I ain't going to be a stranger no more. All right, bro? Call us all the time. We love it. All right, man. You have a blessing now, Daryl. You too. God bless you, brother. Thanks, Pete. Yes, sir. We got got Red on the line. Josh, Red, what's going on? What up with you, Daryl? Hey, man. I, I, I'm loving life, you know that. But Jameis Winston said he want to play at 259 pounds. He can carry it too, I think. Oh. 250 pounds of muscle, man. It ain't just gonna be beer belly. I mean, that's that's the first thing in your mind. It's just gonna be beer fat on him. Come on, man. Man, finna put on some muscle. Y'all already put on some muscle. He still got some more to put on. The man gaining muscle. I mean, okay. y'all got to do your homework, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to get some insight on that stuff. You just read the headline. You got to read into it, bro. You got to read into it. But check this out. Check this out. It was so, it's so quit. funny. Listen, listen. It's so funny. Y'all talking about Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert about to get signed by the Bucks, man. I know. I just heard him I mean, signed with the Bucks. Yeah, he about to get signed by the Bucks. It's all but a done deal. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know what the, you know. Fuss is back. We need a backup, definitely. But I mean, I think it's just because he's uh, he's worked with uh, Arians before. And somebody had to take you know. Fitzpatrick's spot. Come on. 
Yeah. They, they needed a backup quarterback. Yeah. yeah. So Blaine Gabbard has won games in the NFL. So I think he, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's a formidable backup for James uh, Swift. Now, I am a little bit concerned about James Swift. I hope, I hope I we don't ever meet him. Meet him. You concerned about James? Playing at 250? Yes. Because why? I mean, why? Because James Winston, yep. his feet were a little heavy at 235 pounds. And I think his feet are going to be heavy. Not a little heavy. I think they're going to be heavy at 250 pounds. He's never been a what we would call a um, a fluent runner. He always, even yeah, well, that's not what they're looking fast, for from him. Like I'm, I'm, I'm sure fast. you know that's not what they're looking for from him. I'm, and I'm not, and I, mean, I agree. I agree. My he, point is, okay. is how well okay. is he going to move side to side, his lateral movement, and, and just carrying that kind of weight. Could, um, you should have seen him. You should have seen him on Instagram yesterday. You should have seen him on Instagram yesterday, running drills, doing them drills. I mean, he was on one foot, all right, and and doing these drills on one foot, bro. I mean, he got just trying to knock the ball out of his hand, and he's just standing there with the ball. I mean, what it is, he's trying to keep him from turning that ball over, hold that ball while you're in the pocket under any circumstances. He had the man standing on one foot. I hear you, pocket. man. I, you know, I, really I mean, the man working, man. The man is working. While we, while everybody talking like we doing right now, that man working. Well, you know working. what, Ryan? You know what, Ryan? That's something, if, that's if something, that's something that people working, don't absorb. It him. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's something that people don't if absorb. If anybody Dude is a hard work, worker. It should be him because he got a lot of money to catch up on, man. I mean, he, 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 he has lost so much money in the last three years. To, it's incredible. So he should be working harder than any quarterback in the National Football League trying to recap some of all that he's already lost. So I, I, I ain't mad at him. I ain't mad at him at all. But I really think he probably need to really seriously reconsider going to the kind of weight that Cam Newton carries around. Cam Newton is a little taller, more fluent runner, more fluent oh, yeah. athlete. And I think I think you know I think he's not ready for that kind of weight yet. And and hey, we'll see. And he might not come in. He might come in at two forty, two forty five, only about ten. Exactly. That's where it's where it might be where he find a comfort zone. You know, he right. might find a comfort zone at like two forty, two forty five. You know what I mean? Exactly. All this is just uh, you know, I mean, it's something for us to talk about. You know? It is. It is. It and we'll is. talk That's about it. it. You know. And we will talk about it. Hey man, we got to get out of here, man. It's time to go. We've had a great show, but it's time to go. Thanks for calling. Yeah. Don't be a stranger. We hear every Monday night on the Sports Info UM radio show. You know it, man. Thanks for having me. Much love, have my brother. Much talk love. about next week. Yeah, let's talk about it. Get some running back. Count back. Get some running backs. That's what we need to talk about. Get a name brand <laughs> running back in the, in the fold. Get some running backs, Tampa Bay. Arias, get some Jordan running backs. Howell. That's what we want to talk Howell, about, man. Yeah. And, and we ain't talking about Darren Sproles. Don't bring no old running backs up in here, man. Ain't nothing wrong with Darren Sproles. I ain't mad at Darren Sproles. You know but get some else? running backs, Jay, Jay Ajayi still out there, man. I wouldn't mind having him. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having him. I like that. Hey, Red, I appreciate having you, man. Ajayi. Much love, my brother. Take care. Love you, we'll See you next week with more Sports Info UM on voiceamerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time. 
7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. 